This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. Classic Rush, Tom Sawyer. I've already pissed Lewis off because I made an I Miss reference. I Miss used to start his show every morning with this song, and Lewis does not want this rock and roll classic associated with the guy that he worked with and for for 30 years that he just detested, Don I Miss. Well, look, you're not embellishing it at all. No, I'm not. I mean, you got crazy as soon as I said... Oh, I misused this song. Don't, 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 don't. Not, that's not a, not what I did. You don't want to hear that. I just said that's not exactly what you said. You I mean, you got crazy. No. Calm down. You made a lot of money when working with the I-Man. What else would you have done? You'd be running like some Fordham radio station. No, now or you sound like the people like, oh, you owe him your life. Oh, yeah. Well, you do owe him your life. Not me. I had success in Miami without him. No, but- I do not because he negotiated with me and he wouldn't do the show without me. So... So he so it's the other way around right. in this well, case. Right. Well, I turned him down and I said, "Yeah, go screw screw off." Yeah. How about that? And I I was going to stay at the station. Yes, that's true. Yeah. You no, wanna, that is you, true. You want to know how long it took him to call I, you I, back? I Do just you don't me, care. Tell you? You, you how long? Fine. How long? Under two minutes, and the phone rang. Okay. Okay. Well, it took uh, okay, him. Okay, let's try to figure this out. <laughs> it took him thirteen hours for Kara Dugan to call me to bring me back when he fired me after Venus and Serena. Thirteen hours. So you, so you know what? It's I like know exactly time. what you. Yeah, trust me, bro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you wouldn't be anywhere without it. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Shut up. Okay. I'm uh, so I, stupid. I, I, I know. Working. Okay. <laughs> stupid. Thank you. Bad enough that he got all the money and all the credit. And we did all the goddamn work. He, I saw a check come right past Rob's nose. Oh, he must from have, that. He from didn't that, kill himself from that RFD stupid channel. They Rob, paid him like five million dollars. The check came right past Rob. Yeah. We were in the office. Yeah. Oh, look at this, and he got all of it. Yeah. From that stupid, idiot, hee-haw hillbilly who ran that station. Well, they he went was, away, and then he, Fox Business came in. He was about the stupidest person that I've person? ever seen run yeah. a channel. Yeah. He well. he had ripped jeans. There was more holes than jeans. <laughs> yeah. He was... Uh, Mel Tillis could have run the station better. He was right. such a buffoon. That I, heard, I heard all that about him, yes. Oh, so God. I got this uh, story in front of me as I get ready to talk to the legend, the icon, the great Curtis Sliwa. And it reads like this. It was in Politico yesterday. Cuomo's campaign gets $565,000 from taxpayers. That's us. And more is on the way. According to this story, Cuomo now has about $8 million ready to be used for his mayoral campaign. So for all the hate that Curtis Sliwa has directed towards my friend Eric Adams as he anticipates running for a second time against Eric. I got news for Curtis. Kind of like Trump running against Biden. It may be Trump, Michelle Obama. Well, it may be Curtis Andrew Cuomo because every poll I've seen has Cuomo killing Adams. And these articles keep telling me 
that Cuomo is raising money to run for mayor. So which one is it, Curtis? I would, I would love that. You know that'd be like two scorpions in a brandy well, glass. What you would love for a second? What do you think is? Well, first happen? off, you couldn't be more hopelessly wrong. <laughs> I need to correct you. His money cannot be used for a special mayoral run. He could use it for any state office. He can give it to other politicians who are running for office. It cannot be used to run for the mayor of the city of New York. But he could raise a lot of money. Uh, he'll he'll shake down the real estate industry because they're always willing to give people uh, who they've had relationships with who have helped screw the city. So he'll get a lot of money. That's number one. But I want to really delve into my new responsibilities here at WABC. You have new responsibilities? Yes, I am the consigliere uh, to John Katsimatidis and to um, Chad Lopez. I, I've noticed that. I'm not going to get into any uh, details because it's it's inside baseball. It's office work. But there was a meeting with an individual yesterday, an on-air talent, and the meeting was John, Chad, and you. Yes. And I'm like, exactly like Robert Duvall and The Godfather. Well, as you know, I'm the senior member. I even uh, outrank you in terms of years. Maybe not in terms of ability, but years. I've nah, been doing stop. it 35 years. You've been yeah. doing it 25. You're great. And and by the way, I am second. This is hard to believe. I am second in tenure here now. I'll be celebrating in nine days, eight years at WABC. Well, I when have, I say second, you've got me beat. I got a plan for that. Okay. So uh, as consigliere, I'm, I'm sort of the Brian Cashman here. I'm sitting in. I was giving a beat down to Frank Morano, you know, because well, I, I didn't want to say his name. I had there, to. Right? Uh, I re-enrolled him in the Curtis Lee Boot Camp at Talk Radio, <laughs> yeah. which I host here. Dominic Carter, Anthony Weiner, Andrew Giuliani, my own wife Nancy, who's doing a great job, and Frank, who's fallen from grace. We got a. I had to pimp slap him and get him back on. And this is my role here, but because it is your upcoming eighth anniversary, I've already spoke to the powers to be. That I want Studio 77 set up with a this-is-your-life scenario where I'm Ralph Edwards. Oh, my God. Eight years here at WABC. Nobody thought that Sid would last eight days, Nobody. eight weeks, eight months. Nobody. And I am going to invite <laughs> Including <back> Sid. <laughs> the people who were hell-bent on making sure you didn't come here to WABC. The former program director, Craig Schwab, he'll be up there on the stage. The guy who would have been doing mid-mornings, it would not have been you and Bernie. Mike Lupica, <laughs> that Imus wanted to do it from his cave somewhere in New Canaan, Connecticut. And, of course, the traitor, the Judas Gnome Layton, who was already sitting down with Mike Lupica and Craig Schwab yeah, and but, planning your demise. But in all fairness to Noam Layton, I got him back. I got the son of a bitch fired for Juliet Hunt. It does, but hey, this is, <laughs> we're going back eight years. Eight years, okay. So we're going to do uh, this also, in Studio 77. Are we really going to do this? This is your life, and I am Ralph Edwards. Cousine style. We are going to go back. And, in fact, now, I, I must tell you, I must confide in you that while you're away in Israel, I am going to be testing the talk radio market. You're the only guy that I ever know, along with whose partner was initially traded, actually traded talk radio team. What was that, Scott Kaplan and yourself? Yes, we were traded from CBS Sportsline, an Internet sports-based company, 
in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, to WNEWFM 102.7 to do the morning show. That's the only time, you're right, there's been a trade involving talent in New York radio. We've heard managers in baseball for players. We've heard other things, ancillary things. And I'm going to test the market while you're away. I have the permission of John Katsimatidis and, yes, uh, Chad Lopez, to see if we could actually get a radio station, a radio station, as a trade for you. What? That's right. They want to trade me now? Well, this is my idea. It's not their <laughs> idea. I want to test your market worth. Hey, look, I got a new position here. I'm a consigliere. Right. Right? Talk radio and other markets are yeah. hurting. Here, yeah. we're number one in, right. in the day throughout the nation. Your right. show in the morning is number one. And at night, we're number one in the world. More powerful than the BBC one, two, three, four together. 173 countries. The only place we can't reach is Antarctica. And John Katsimatidis is working on that. And everybody knows that in the business. I want to see what what your value is. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can negotiate a trade for a whole station. You, Sid Rosenberg, for a whole talk <laughs> radio station, and I think that we'll have buyers. So then, where do I go? Don't worry about it. Don't we'll figure that it. out afterwards. <laughs> Doesn't mean remember this is like when Poppy. Remember, Poppy was coming from the Minnesota Twins, and Cashman told Steinbrenner Sr., no, he'll never work out in Yankee Stadium. Steinbrenner, to the day he died, said, we could have had Poppy in first base with that short right field deck. I have to test out the market value. Please. Well, what are you looking to get? So, uh, ideally, in return for me, yes, you're looking for an entire station. An entire station. I'm going to where I worked for a while, KABC in Los Angeles, right? Because let's face it, you're on your way to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, God, I'm not. You're a hit, are you kidding? You're the, the hit man most desired to be in movies. And now that SAG-AFTRA has settled yeah. and everybody's getting back to work, yeah. whether it's in the big screen or the screen, you're in demand. Well, I'm going to break your bubble just a little bit. I was hired, as you know, by my friend Danny A., who made that great movie Inside Man, which was originally Gemini Lounge, to do his next movie about the two Brooklyn mob cops. Yeah, Epolito and Caracappa. Correct. But, but, because I did not want to miss any more time on this radio station, after initially saying yes, you notice I was supposed to be in Los Angeles last Monday. I turned it down. So the idea that now I'm going full throttle Hollywood has been disproven just this week with me turning down me. a part Excuse in me. a major movie. Now that I'm part of the the think tank here at WABC, the Consiliary, let me talk to John Katsimatidis <laughs> and to Chad Lopez about this, and Danny A., who I've developed a great relationship with. Is that because, right? Well, I've known all the guys at the original Gemini That's Lounge. true, yeah. They're killers. <laughs> and look, they're letting out Anthony Centaur. He killed like over 40 people. They're letting them out in May. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I may have to go into the witness protection program. <laughs> this guy is insane. In the brain, but anyway, I'll deal with that. But first off, let me give instructions to your butt boy over in Israel, Justin Ellick, because I've been there three times. Justin, first time over, let's make sure that you don't get exotic in your food. Uh, order the bro- the grilled flounder. Make sure there's plenty of coleslaw and rolls on the table. Just uh, just to get you accustomed. The grilled flounder. I can get that at any diner in Trump Village. Well, you used to serve that down in Florida. <laughs> yeah, I the, want you to remember well, your well, roots. Trout almondine. When you were so down 
and didn't know where the hell your next paycheck would come from. That, that's true. You were serving grilled flounder. I was. And and the autococcus was screaming, where's the coleslaw? Where's the rolls? And I was making those rolls, those biscuits, by hand, mind you, and collecting a check of about $80 at the end of the week. The place, L&N Seafood in the very ritzy Boca Town Center Mall. Doesn't matter. It's like you couldn't get any lower than that at that point <laughs> no, in your no. life. And yet... You struggled, and you came back like the phoenix who rose from the ashes. Look at you. God. Yesterday, I had a haunting phone call. You had a haunting phone call? First of all, I want to thank you for allowing me to eulogize Joe Esposito, the passing of maybe one of the greatest cops to ever serve in New York, and definitely the greatest head of the Office of Emergency Management. That's no fair doubt. to say. And I would also say the greatest chief of department. Yes. Fair to say, yes. And I just pimp-slapped Bill de Blasio all over the place, a guy who fired Joe Esposito as the head of the OEM because of a snowfall. Joe is away on vacation. And his Kathy Garcia, you know, oh, his golden girl, who he made sanitation commissioner, who didn't know anything about tertiary streets, side streets, nothing about sanitation, seven inches. And then all of a sudden he blamed Joe Esposito. Yes, he did. And then he assigned one of his deputy mayors to have a sit down with him, a young lady. And she said, you got two choices, Joe. You either resign or you're fired. And Joe looked at her and said, you weren't even birthed when I was busting my shoes as a cop. You tell that guy, you tell de Blasio, he wants to fire me, he could do it face-to-face. And de Blasio was afraid of him, and he announced, well, we're going on a nationwide search for a replacement, but Joe can stay. What a double-discratian-shanda. And I railed on that, and then yesterday I was working really late, and I recognized that I had had a call that came in, because I, I, I got two phones, I'm like a drug dealer, yes. right? Uh, I'm waiting you've got, for... You've got the Curtis Lewa phone and some other 646 number. That right, right, up. and I'm waiting, uh, you know, like uh, Eric Adams to have my <laughs> phones taken by the FBI. Right now, I have to use burner phones. This message came in. Sid, from the ether, from the atmosphere out there, I never talked to this man on the phone in my life. Curtis, this is Joe Esposito, the old uh, chief of the bomber. I just want to tell a story about you. Your guys backed me up, me and my partner. We were an anti-crime in the E3 in Bushwick. And my, uh, my undercover car was, 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 uh, bricked, uh, off the roof. And I was on the roof to find these guys. And your guys came and backed me up. I'd love to tell you the story. I, I always felt good about them, uh, about your, about your guys. So whatever you need, let me know. Thank you. He never called me. I never had a conversation by phone. In the streets, yes. And, you know, our relationship towards the end was a bit contentious. He's a big Adam supporter. That message, now, that message may have been somewhere lost in the cloud, whatever. Hmm. But when I saw the ping, I didn't know what it was. I played it. I said, it's haunting. Hmm. Because I had mentioned the 83rd Precinct. Remember when I was retail? Uh, uh, sort of recalling when I first met him right by Nickabaka Park that was in Bushwick. And that message came through. And I think because I honored his legacy and defended his honor against that, that pimp who showed up with what? The black shoe polish in his head to sit in the front row to eulogize the man that he humiliated, he degraded, he defamed, he fired to protect his golden girl, Kathy Garcia. 
I don't, you know, I'm not a spiritual guy, as you know. I'm not. In fact, I didn't even go. I was going to go to the wake of the Church of Our Lady of Mount Carmel in Williamsburg, but I'm so turned off by the Catholic Church and welcoming in all these illegal aliens. I don't even want to be seen in a Catholic Church. And you know me, I'm an A.M.P. Catholic. Ashes on Wednesday, palms on Sunday. You don't see me for a month of Sundays. I was stunned. Ten minutes, I just stared at the phone, played it a few times, and I said, is this fate? Is this just something that got lost in the cloud? Or was it meant to be? I think it was meant to be. Me too. Wow. Uh, you had told me before, uh, I'll wrap this up, Lou, that um, you received a message that was haunting. I had no idea that is pretty haunting. And I do believe it. it is. Um, I never talked Joe to Joe Esposito on the phone. I believe you. Yeah. But we need to honor this man. We need to honor what he did for all of us. Like I said, this is coming from somebody, myself. They're not, at the end, have the best relationship. We had words about his support for Eric Adams. But he remembered how we came to his back, him and his partners, when they were throwing stuff at him from the roofs. Back then, they used to do that. Oh, we miss you, Joe. And that if I ever see that, it would be A guy who stole one and a half billion dollars. For that thrive, that fake, phony, fraudulent program with his steep wife, Charlene. My God. And then to be sitting there, the front row, right? Like, hey, Joe was my friend. Let me give you some breaking news, though, Sid. You know I always break news. Last night, Peter King, Vicky Palladino were hosting uh, congressional candidate Masi in Whitestone. The Hamas crazies broke in and disrupted their meeting. The Hamas crazies came right into Whitestone, which you never do, bum-rushed the meeting. They have got to be stopped. They're breaking up political meetings now. They're looking for a fight. And I'm telling you, you come looking for a fight, you're going to get a fight. You don't come into the House. You don't come into the American Legion Hall, where they were hosting this event for Marzi. Vicky Palladino and Congressman Peter King and disrupt it because now you know what this means. You went at the hospitals, Mount Sinai, you protested, you accused these hospitals of committing genocide who are saving lives, and now you're trying to disrupt our democracy. You should all drop dead out there, and we need to fight these Hamas hoodie thugs. <laughs>